Welcome back to the YBF Podcast. It's your girl, Natasha. And I'm back with a very special guest who, like, everybody is obsessed with now. <laughs> and so we just, like, honestly, we just had to talk to her because I have questions of my own. And the world has questions for this amazing woman that is storming our televisions yeah. these days up in P-Valley. Yeah. And she is my soror. She is... Yes, she is an actress, she is a choreographer, she's a former teacher, and I think she is just, from the first episode I saw P-Valley, I said, ooh, I don't know who this is, but she is it. Like, just, just bring back, do whatever with her. I don't care about nobody else. Well, the bouncer too, but her. Just bring her and let her do whatever she wants because she's a star rock. So please welcome to the show, Miss Brandy Evans. Uh, oh my gosh, thank you so much. <laughs> hello, hello there. Hello, thank you for having me. I'm really excited. I'm a fan of Yes, I love that. Thank you. And we're, I mean, honestly, like we're fans of yours now. Like we are just, at first I was watching this, the first episode of P Valley and I was hitting my team up like, child, what is this? <laughs> is this on my TV right now? And I just did not have high hopes. And then you came on this screen and I was like, who is this? I'm obsessed. And I still was a little shaky, a little shaky by the time we got to episode two. But by the time I got to episode two, I watched two through five all at once. So I'm, I'm hooked. I love you. I'm obsessed. I have questions. We need to know everything. Okay. okay. <laughs> so yeah, how are you feeling today? Good. It's 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 been a lot going on with this in this COVID world we live in, in child. But uh, you know, making it as well as I can. You know. Yeah, and you're in LA, so I mean, I personally would rather be in LA right now. I mean, you have pools and stuff. You know, y'all got the sun every day. It's I can't even lie. Like deep down, I was thinking when this is this is my last interview today, I might ask my bestie if she just want to go to the beach. Like, let's just go. Like, and Hey. <laughs> it, must be nice. it must be nice but you're originally from Memphis so you're a southern girl like me mm -hmm. and I think I just I just want to know your story and I don't know what it is but I feel like every girl from Memphis is like fine as hell and perfect like I don't, what is it like what is going on there so okay yeah. first things first what is the fitness routine diet routine skin routine how do we look like you and go? Oh my gosh. Okay. Yes. So, bro, you said let's get to it with the rich stuff. Okay. So, I always say give me five. So, I've got my, my high five click. So, I have to start off with my Effect Fitness. And it, it's actually based in Atlanta, but you can do it online. So, Effect, y'all, oh. just go to Effect Fitness. And then I do Kiara Lachey, who is a very close friend of mine. And the, um, the stiletto thing, the, the dance class? Kiara Lachey, yeah, that's her with the dance fitness. She doesn't do heels. Yeah. Oh, she doesn't do heels, okay. Fitness and workouts and oh, yes. upper body, you know, weights, all that. She's got her waist trainer bands and clothing yes, lines. Yes. I watch her. Mm -hmm. Kiara Lachey. And then I do Irene and Michael Blanks. Um, they're okay. in California. Well, actually, um, Michael now is in Minneapolis, but he does online stuff. And then Scott P. Fit does my nutrition, making sure that my, my fitness is right with what I'm and then like weight training all of that so that's Scott P. Fit so that's my gimme five. You lost me at like the second I mean this is a list guys. It's a list so you once again you got <laughs> you got Kiara Lachey, okay. Irene and Michael Blanks the mm -hmm. Blanks and sisters yeah. and then you got Scott P. Fit. 
It's a lot, guys. Never mind. I thought I was just going to be able to wake up. I don't know. Press a button. Something. Never mind. It's too much. That's why you do what you do because you can do that. But uh, yeah. So basically online fitness classes and, but wait, but you were doing this before COVID, right? Yes. So before COVID, I was like, when I was in Atlanta, I was taking Effect Fitness. And then before I actually started filming P-Valley, Irene Blanks is who got me in my shape for P-Valley. I was actually um, trying not to, to lose too much. So I'm smaller now than I was on P-Valley because I love that our showrunner likes the curves, honey. So she was like, please don't lose weight, y'all. She loves every curve. She probably wants me to put on some pounds. So I love I love it. I love that. And I think that's one of the things that attracted me to it because as a curvy girl, you growing up, you did not see that on TV. Right. Like you did, curvy was a size four. You know what I mean? Like it just, and, and when people would say it like, oh, J-Lo's so curvy. Girl, J-Lo's been curvy since fly girl days and it was barely curvy then. Like stop. So I just think, I don't know. I just get so drawn in to when when I see that in a mainstream setting because yeah. it makes so many women out here feel amazing. You know what I'm saying? And to see that being praised because we all know it's praised everywhere else, but yeah. for some reason they didn't want to see that on television. And it's like, are you trying to hide me? What is wrong with y'all? I am bomb. So I love that. So thank you for doing it. Yes, my former jobs told me to lose weight. And this is the first job ever that I've had in, in this industry where they've said, can, can you not lose weight or feel free to gain a few pounds? And it's just hmm. like, hmm. Right. They do all of that. I like it. I like it. And most of the girls on the show also are curvy. Um, not everybody. Right. But that, I also think that's kind of written into the show, too. Y'all kind of, like, make fun of people about the homegirls flat ass, all the nights flat ass and stuff like that. So it's funny, you know. But right. um, I, I love it. Um, and we're going to get into dance culture, strip club culture, um, women's body and our autonomy over our body, sexuality. I want to talk about all those things with you because after binging umpteen episodes, there was just things that stood out to me that are happening right now in real life. And I'm like, oh my God, this is the perfect time. By the way, P-Valley is basically, if, if WAP had to do, WAP the song, if WAP had to have a visual that was a TV series, it would be P-Valley. Okay. All right. <laughs> right? Um, all right, so let's talk about sexuality. All right. Um, I think, I don't know, a lot of things came out with this whole WAP video with Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion, and a lot of things are being said. And there are things that are being said that I've always side-eyed people over, especially men, and side-eyed, you know, even some women, you know, just being a little judgmental. And it just makes me wonder, like, how far have we really come? You know what I'm saying? And I don't know your feelings on WAP, but we're going to get them. But I want to know from you, like, what are your feelings about a woman owning her sexuality in whatever way that looks like? And how does that correlate to the character you play on TV? You know what? Um, I, 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 I was a little uptight back in the day. I'm not mm -hmm. even... Me too. <laughs> like, mm, <we> know. <laughs> no, me too. Me too. I get it. You know what I mean? Like, I was just like, oh, there are certain things that you don't say. You're a lady. You know what I mean? But it's it's because, and I love you, Daddy, but I'm going to blame this one on you, man. Uh, you know what I mean? Blame it on him. 
love you, daddy, but you know what I mean? Like, don't dress this way, don't wear this. But I also understood that he looked at it from a daddy's perspective as far as trying to protect his daughter. And I was Kirby growing up. So I've always been told, you know, you built up like your mama. And I'm like, what does that mean? Or, you know, you got that Coke bottle. The older I've gotten, I'm like, oh yeah, well that's, thank you, mama. You know, like I've learned now that that is beautiful. But daddy was just trying to keep those old geezers, you know, from trying to, you know, push up on me and all that, which I appreciate. But it also will cause you to be like, well, maybe there's something wrong. I got too much. Too much. me. You know, what's wrong? Okay, I can't, she can wear her jeans that tight, but I can't wear my jeans that tight because I'm built a certain way. Um, so those types of things I'm more open to. And I'm like, girl, do you. You know, it's okay. If you're more conservative, that's okay. If you're more, honey, out there and free, whatever word, adjective you want to use, honey, do you. As long as you're being a good person, who cares? You know, you're not hurting anybody else. Some people like WAP. Some people don't. Right. It doesn't matter. They're allowed to have their opinions. I feel like to like it or dislike it, but you know, don't don't belittle someone or, or talk down on them. Just choose not to listen to it. Same as Whippy Valley. If it's too much for you, don't watch it. Don't please don't. And <laughs> it's so interesting you say that. I grew up the same way with like a body like when I was fifteen, looking like I'm twenty five. But right. when you're growing up, you're taking you're internalizing that as okay. I oh lord. You internalize it as, oh, I have to now change my body. I now have to hide myself. So I became like a tomboy for a bit, you know, like if I can cover up, then I'm a good girl, you know, and then I'll deserve the, 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 the man and deserve the good husband and I'll deserve good grades and I'll, you know, deserve to be at the top of things. But honestly, that was society around me pushing that. From right. family to, not all family, but some family to, I went to a Catholic school in New Orleans, so your, your school, you know how that goes, and yep. the community, and just the Black community in general, your church, your everything. Mm -hmm. A lot of it stems to me from men and stems from a patriarchal society, and I just think it's so interesting that that was brought up in that scene with you, you're a dance teacher as well on screen, and right that scene with you getting mad at the students because they were doing that twerk contest like yeah. promo and you were like are you are y'all crazy like putting this foolishness on 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 snapchat or whatever and facebook and they pee popping and they short shorts and they're like what 14 15. I right. get and some of those babies are like 10. so it's just like yeah Exactly. So that's, and, and I'm very, I, I agree with Mercedes in that sense, that there are certain things that are, are not age appropriate. Even the little girls that were on our show, that's not them twerking. Those are 18 and up body doubles because we, we want to do that. You know what I mean? Like what you do on your own time and what your mama allows is one thing cool. But over here on this set, it's not happening. And the little girls don't even know what P-Valley is about until now. So they only got the script of the dance team stuff. Their mamas were right behind the camera. You know, if you, if you turn that camera, mama, all of them were lined up watching. Right. So it was, it was very much so age appropriate right. and um, considered. And I do think that that's important. I know that, you know, people are, and there's so much more that's exposed now with the internet and things of that sort. But I had that issue with my girls. They would be like, well, Brandy, Miss Brandy, we see you on the Grizzlies and you wearing these tight leather pants. It's just like, but you are also 10 years old, baby girl. Right. I'm not saying that you don't have a beautiful body too, but there, there are, you do have to be age appropriate. 
I love that you said that though. I love that you offered that balance because back in the day, they would tell us, you need to cover up. You need to do, it was like, it was something wrong with me. But instead you meet that with, you are 10 and there's a time and a place but you are still beautiful. That body you have is still beautiful. I think hearing both of those things is so important and that's not something we heard, you know? Um, and one of the girls on, on screen said, I, I have autonomy over my sexuality and not a patriarchal society is not gonna tell me what I can do. That is hilarious because I, I do want teen girls to feel like that, but I also, like you said, want them to understand wait until you're able to actually understand what autonomy really is overall. Girl, you know? got your period right now while you're talking about this. No, ma'am. You know? <laughs> yeah, I love that. That was perfect. And that's really the argument going on, the debate, I should say, going on with the WAP song with Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion. So what do you feel about that? You know what? No one has asked me. Only my real friends know what I really feel about the song. And you know what? I, it has grown on me. Mm-hmm. first heard it, I have to be honest, I had that moment of, I done jumped into my daddy's body like, oh, right. Is that what? And then the more we started listening to other songs, I'm like, wait a minute, you the same girl that was dropping it like it's hot to blow the whistle, Brandy. Like, you the same girl that was scrubbing the ground back in Memphis. So it's just like, okay, I understand it, but I still think that there's an age appropriateness to it. Right that song as well. And I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm gonna lose my mind if I look online and see any of my nieces, any anybody doing some twerking to walk because no ma'am, that's still a grown song. And even going all the way back, I can't remember the artist's name. It was like 1934, Snoop posted about it today. Yes. I had just listened to that. And this has been going on well before 1990s, 2000s, any of this, you know what I mean? And so- women the comment, yeah. Women have been expressing themselves, but I wasn't privy to that song because it wasn't age appropriate at that time for me. So as long as we keep it age appropriate to you, you know what I mean? I, I don't mind it. It and the beat is bomb. I can't even hate on it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm like that. They they put it out there, and I'm like that beat is everything. <laughs> Grocery store because we can't go nowhere else. Like yes, just get yeah. it. Um, I love that. I love that. And one of the one of the um, I guess discussions that has spurned from this is, well, do you want this to now cause your daughter to be on the pole? Do you now want your daughter dancing, la da 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 da? And it just, it brings me back to this whole discussion that Cardi B has had a few times about strippers and dancers and about how, why is it, and sex workers in general, but definitely the legal sex workers, it's like they're out here making legal money. Fantastic. Why are you, right, and why are you, putting someone down for making legal money that you are going into an establishment to drop money on, like make it make sense. So tell me what you think, you're playing a dancer, exotic dancer on TV, has your perception of exotic dancers changed in any way? Absolutely, I see them as actors. Um, We are right I see them as actors, they are going in there to perform for you. And just being around our core dancers, we've got women that were in school, we had women that were mothers, one that was about to give birth to her child and literally went all the way up until almost, it was time to her to give birth on the show. And, and it's just like, that—that that is their character. When they are, on, and that's not even their name, you know what I mean? Mercedes happens to be Mercedes in the club, that's her, her real name, but you know, these women, have false names just like actors do because they're putting on a show and it's 
that on that and moving on. And nobody's talking about the football players that are putting on the show and doing all that. You know what I mean? Like everybody's doing something that they love. Why is it a problem with these women doing? Or even rappers that put on a persona that they don't really own. Right. And, and nobody, nobody's checking Rick Ross over being a, what is it? A parole officer, you know? And we, we know you, and when the people that know them outside of that world knows this is their character. When they jump on the stage, this is them performing for you. When they get off stage, they're not out here telling some shoot them up, pop, pop. You know what I mean? Like, but, but they are still telling their stories. And it could have happened to them, could have happened to a friend, but they're telling their story and performing. I love it. That's that's exactly right. Y'all better stop judging these people, honey. Yeah, I can't stand that. Like, <laughs> and one of the one of the characters on the show also was putting herself through nursing school. Your character Mercedes was trying to use this as a stepping stone, as one of the rules from you know from yeah. from the uncle telling her use this as a stepping stone. That's okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, so let's talk about that whole situation about you, your character trying to get out of the strip club life, not necessarily putting it down, but just saying, I have more that I want to do. So you've been stacking your money for seven years. Um, and you went to go put your money down on your gym for the girls that you teach um, to have to be a real choreographer full time and your on screen mother mm -hmm. done did what she did. And it was just a hot mess. So that started making me think about mother-daughter relationships. And mm -hmm. I know, I know, it's it's interesting. Um, yeah, we don't talk about it a lot. Um, we really don't, because we don't want people to know. And I know for me, I can speak. I didn't let people know about how toxic my relationship was with my mom growing up. And now they see, this girl's taking care of her mom. Oh my God, look how close they are, child. No, okay. We weren't close until a few years ago and I'm, I'm loving this relationship now, but it was very toxic growing up. Oh, wow. um, the people just don't want to talk about it because they're maybe ashamed. I know for me, I can speak for myself, ashamed, not wanting people to know um, that she didn't necessarily um, agree with some of the things that I did or my choices, um, embarrassed because I wanted that perfect you know, mother-daughter relationship, and I see other people do these things with their mom, and I wanted that too. That acceptance that I feel like deep down we want, even though we we sometimes callous over and accept that we won't get that from our mom, or you know what I mean, we give up trying um, sometimes, but it's acceptance, and that's what Mercedes wants too, and everybody's like, why is she going back? Because it's still her mom. And my mom, my dad told me a long time ago, you only get one mom. Right. As much as, you know, we may go through things, that's your mama. Right. It was it was a really interesting dynamic. The last couple episodes, I think, was just it really put a spotlight on something that a lot of, especially black girls and black moms, go through. Um, the your on screen mother is a pastor in the church, and your on your your on screen character is a stripper. So of course, those two things don't really mm -hmm. mesh. But then what we find out is that maybe she's not the pastor that we think she is. And you make that known. <laughs> she was a whole prostitute while you talk about me. Right. And she brought that up when y'all was both in jail. So, right. <laughs> so let's talk about that and about like not pleasing our mothers and what kind of relationship that leads to. Or even when you do have a good relationship with your mother and that kind of dictates your life sometimes because sometimes you don't really follow the path you want to follow because you want to please other people and then that can cause resentment and all this other stuff so what do you feel 
doesn't get like what would you have wanted to see growing up to help you get through your relationship with your mom um the support and and it was and i i don't want to say support that's not the right word because she supported me financially but the care behind that support like knowing that you really really care about what i'm doing um that, that it makes you happy. And I would hear it from other people at times, like, she's so proud of you. And I'd be like, really? Because what she said to me the other night, we have to wash the dishes by nine. You know what I mean? Like, so just actually getting that love, hugs. Like right now, it's it's, it's really hard. People that know me know um, when, when something's going on with me, I don't like a hug and the cry it out because I had to learn to deal with that by myself. So it's not that I'm like, no hugs. It's just not normal for me. I'm so used to just being strong, like most black women, and having a moment, cry it out, and then get back up to fight another day. Because I know people don't baby you. You know, that's the world I come from. And if I got time to baby you, you know, cry it out and get back up. And don't cry too long. What's up? And that's, ugh. We talk about that a lot on, well, just amongst my team. I have all women working for, uh, as employees, but also we have, you know, some men as freelancers here and there, but the core of my team is women. And that's something that we talk about with why aren't we ever allowed to just break down and just be like, yo, I, I'm not okay today. You know, like I'm doing a lot. Yes, I'm strong, the superwoman, but hell, what if I don't want to be today? Right. Why don't I have time to, why, why doesn't anyone pick me up? When Katie over there and Susie over there breaks a nail, y'all run it Everybody to go help them. And, and with you, it's just like, for black women, sometimes it's like, you know, she's being dramatic or, or <laughs> why is she in her feelings or, you know, like, what? What? Can, can I have a moment to? Please allow me. Yeah. So what do you do for self-care then? Because you are a caretaker for your mother, like basically full time. I mean, you do have other, you know, help sometimes, but this is, that's a huge undertaking. I know it firsthand. I mean, I've seen it firsthand in my own family. It's a huge undertaking. Plus you're climbing the ladder in Hollywood, you know, doing both. I don't know how you're doing it, girl, but tell me how you're taking care of you. I think I'm still learning how to take care of me. Um, mm -hmm. I've got good friends around me. So like I said, I my best friend, Sasha, you know, reminding me, you know, you got to take care of you. And I think that it took P Valley for me to realize it. people have said it to me and I've, you know, said, yeah, I, I will even preach it to other people. But until this moment, did I realize, okay, yep, we're going to need a beach day or, you know, I'm about to leave the house and I'm just going to have to spend that coin and ask Miss Mary, you know what I mean? Can you stay longer today? Because I need a moment. I'm going to lose my mind. And learning that it's not a bad thing if I need that moment. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't make me not care for my mom or not be a good caregiver because I can't care for her if I don't care for myself and take those moments for myself. And I'm learning that more and more every day because it'll be some days in the the broke brandy just being honest is just like you got money to you know what i mean pay for this and that remember when you couldn't afford this now so don't get excited now and y'all ain't filming for a long time girl so there's money getting low you know what i mean like so i have those those conversations and i'm like but also it peace of mind is priceless yes so it go is. ahead and book her even if you don't have an interview today or if you don't have that if you just want to sit in your bedroom all day and watch tv on your laptop it's okay. So I'm learning those things for myself now. Yeah, I love that. Please take notes, ladies. It's okay. Trust. Um, I think we sometimes feel, you know, we're weak 
if we don't because we were we were kind of conditioned to feel like that condition i felt weak i felt like really really you can't get up and do this but so and so could do this and you know what i mean I, I started comparing myself to these strong women and i'm just like but you don't know what's going on in someone else's life sure you know so just reminded myself that it's okay to be human yeah yeah you don't know what other help other people have or on top of that, yes, our mothers did it all, and our aunts did it all, and our grandmothers definitely did it all. Everybody that we're, we think Beyonce is doing it all. Yeah, but also when you watch Beyonce's documentary, you see the toll that took on her body and the toll that takes on her mind and why she said, I'm not doing this again, period. Right. I have a damn near a billion dollars, and I'm still not doing it again. So right. there's something to be said for valuing our health. Um, as black women and it's okay yeah you can keep going 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 like a machine but girl we're down to heart disease out here yeah mm -hmm. and stress so take note ladies all right so let's talk about um politics a little bit um i know so one obviously the big news of the day is um kamala harris being named the VP nominee, yes, making history as the first woman of color um, named to a named to a major presidential ticket. And what I want to talk to you about is I'm pulling up notes. I'm not just surfing around. Um, what I want to talk to you about is um, as a member of a divine nine sorority and fraternity, um, we are members of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, and Kamala Harris is a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. And, but we are still supporting, okay? Love supporting Kamala. Let's go. Let's do it. So what are your thoughts on what is about to happen? What can we do to support her? Are you in support? Like, what do we need to do? Absolutely. Uh, Y'all vote, man. You know, it's just that simple. Vote. And I'm not telling anyone who to vote for, but your vote matters. You know what I mean? Because I don't know what, you know... I almost said something I shouldn't say, but some yes. we won't tell anyone. <laughs> some folks out there, y'all, may work for you. They don't work for me. Okay. But so if they work for you, just get up and vote. Be active. You know what I mean? Educate yourself on some things as well. And I just I just want people to actually vote. Listen, my mom has never voted. Let me tell you right now, I have already done my paperwork. I got to figure out how I can get her a license in time to figure this out because uh, boo we rolling up to this daggum thing in this wheelchair to vote this year it's gonna happen and i just think it is so important to use our voice and then we sit around and we have a lot to complain about but then you look at somebody and, and they didn't even take the time to vote but you take the time to do everything else everything else no mm -mm. so i think registered in action okay love it um she of course has her senator harris has her um, controversies for whatever reason. I have my thoughts on that, but that's a whole nother situation. Right. But people have an issue, some people have an issue with her, but there's a lot of people that of course are in support. What do you feel about, do you feel like there's a double standard? I just, it just feels like we're just letting, yeah, white men just get away with whatever. Absolutely, I'm like, y'all are dragging this woman. She, she hadn't even been able to be in this position for 24 hours, good. And you're dragging her out of some things. And I saw a post from, um, someone and they said every politician has had something come up every single one of them has had something come up even our beloved obama you know 
President Obama, it's been something that someone could have not agreed with or disagreed with or whatever the case. But what is the greater good that we're looking at here? And are you not voting for her because she's a woman? Are you not voting for her because she's black? Let's just put it out there. So I need for people to look beyond the color of her skin and, you know what I mean, her gender and, and actually look at what we need to do in America to make right. this better. Because right now, we a hot mess, y'all. Right, right. And I get, you know, the whole, oh, well, we can't just be giving away our vote because they're never going to change. Well, child, the time has passed. We right. have a nominee. Like, that's the time when you try to get another nominee. Right. And it's the one. So, <laughs> okay. It doesn't matter. You, if you wanted her or not, she is the one. So now what y'all gonna do with it? Because if you, right. you just vote, we're gonna be back in this situation again, probably worse. So please right. get up and vote. What's one of your biggest issues that you wanna see Biden and, and Harris um, address in, in 2020 or well, 2021? First of all, um, I pray it don't take to 2021 for us to get those cops arrested for Breonna hmm. Taylor. Can we hmm. go? Um, but, but actually, being fair. I think that, can we just be fair? If wrong is wrong and right is right. So if, if I just want to see justice being served properly for everyone in the world, I just, I want that to happen. Right. Love it. Me too. Can't stand unfairness. That's why I hate double standards up in this world. Yep. <laughs> um, okay, so wait, you went to Tina Lawson's birthday party in January. Yes. Tell us everything. <laughs> what she like who was there who'd you meet what was on the menu what had happened uh, i can't what well, that was last january was it oh yeah it was it was i was like wait because what was we doing yep um oh my gosh so much fun that's that's mama tina um and i've i've known i've, I've gotten to know her better through richard lawson studios because i was a student there um before ah, got it so Mama Tina is so cool and down to earth. Everything that you see online, she is really like that in person. She don't bite her tongue. Um, and her family loves her. It's just a, a bunch of people that love her. Um, luckily, my mentor, um, I have an amazing mentor, Robbie Reed. So Robbie has, you know, taken me on a few um, journeys. very casting director, yes. Love Robbie Reed. And so um, I've been around Tina before in other settings. And it's just, it's just fun. You know, I love Angela Bassett. So Angela was there. Now, I'm like, yes. <laughs> I love if they did a docu-series about Angela Bassett's life, you know what? Let me tell you something. I am so good at picking out. Oh, I want that room. I'm, I'm, it's you. Yeah, my room. I want that room. Wow. Wait, you have what in your room? A frame with her and all the black actors and actors, the whole mix now of actors that I want to work with. And Angela is on the forefront. She's on my vision board every year. And so it's coming, Angela. I'll see you soon. See yeah, but we've not worked together. I see it. It needs to be you. And give me my executive producer credit and thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, perfect. We, okay, we've cast the Angela Bassett uh, docuseries. Done. All right. Um, <laughs> who else is on the uh, board, by the way? Who else do you want to work with? I've got Gabrielle Union on there. I've got Polar on there. I've got, um, I'm on the women now. Oh, Viola Davis is on there. Meryl Streep is on there. Um, Ava DuVernay is on there. Um, there's so many people on that list. And I've got to switch up and change. I need a bigger bigger frame. And I had to do this in Richard Lawson's 
class and it's our, our doing and um, we like write out what our dreams are and what we want. And I'm like, I've almost accomplished all of them now, Richard. Thank you. Yes. And then when it comes to the men, of course, I want to work with Will Smith, Denzel. I want to work with Will Ferrell, um, Aldous Hodge. I want to work with Richard Lawson, who was my teacher, because I love that idea. Tasha Smith, I want to work with Tasha as far as like in a scene with her. She's directed me, but I actually want to work with Tasha. I see that. Yeah. I mean, I could go on and on. I, I, I love them all. You funny about Aldous Hodge, girl. I know why you want to work with him. <laughs> gonna scroll to the next question <laughs> you're real funny oh but speaking of fine ass men um so that scene okay i love thomas jones thomas is like one of our favorite people at ybf he is so supportive he's always been a fan and we love him so when i saw that he was <laughs> that he was gonna be on this i'm like how in what way is thomas gonna be on this show child <laughs> <laughs> If I get one more DM, I need to respond back. He texted me earlier today. We always send each other DMs that we've gotten about what people want from P-Valley from us. And they are out of this world. Y'all doing the most. Oh. oh, I can tell you what I want. What did you hear? Too much. Too much. Everybody wants us to do it. Everybody wants that. Everybody's like, please, can we get a kiss this season or something, a snuggle? I mean, anything. everybody else getting it popping on this show in the court. I was in shock at what I saw. I'm not going to even much lie. Like, I, <laughs> I've seen a lot on TV. But this, I was like, now, wait a minute now, stars. Child, we are keeping it real on P-Valley. That's why it is age appropriate. You got to be grown for this show. This is not for They are showing male everything. They're showing male frontal they're you gonna show, show, show us? They're gonna get shown. Hands, hand clap for all of that. It's about time. Right. You know, it's about time. We're seeing male everything. We're seeing male aftermath, ejaculation. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? <laughs> I didn't know that till I saw the episode. Um, we got our screeners or whatever, and I was just like, oh, oh, because <laughs> it's a close set even to us when we have certain scenes. So I, I, I remember reading that. Like, <laughs> are you opposed to doing sex scenes though? Because everybody has had one but you. Yeah. <laughs> Miss Mississippi ain't had one yet. Uh, she had a whole baby. How she gonna have one? She got a whole baby in the club. She not. She, she ain't even. She not sewn up yet. She can't even have sex yet. Oh, uh, I am not opposed to it. No, I am not. I just, I hope that when they do it, if they do it, I don't know where it's going to happen. We got to keep watching it. It is the right person. <laughs> Somebody that look like attracted to, like, mm, make that acting feel real, real. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not understanding why this isn't Thomas, but okay, girl. Okay. All right. That scene when you were walking, walking your pit bull and, and, and doing workout you know, and running hard. Then you get to his house or hit on, while he's on house arrest and you just run in place. Right. I died. That is so something I would do. I don't even work out. I would just put on the outfit and just go stand there. Oh, hi. <laughs> that was so funny too. And then look, I didn't expect, I don't think we had seen each other until that first rehearsal. And it was so, I was like, Ooh. I think that was more ridiculous. But I do think it's interesting that your character is so, I don't want to say cold. I don't like saying that about women because 
as a woman, I know why we can cut ourselves off to men. Men are, I'm not going to say men are trash, but a lot of times men are a waste of our time. But I also feel like there's always that one or two that you just kind of break down walls for, you know? Why is it that main Thomas Q. Jones is that person for your character? You know what? You said that he isn't or he is? He clearly is. To me. Maybe I'm wrong, but to me. You know what? It's the friendship. And um, that that's that's similar to Brandy, too. Like, I need to know that you are ride or die. You got my back. Yeah. Beyond. You know what I mean? Everybody can, we can all go get something that look good. You know what I mean? Are you going to be there for me? You know what I mean? The ride or die. So I think that's sexy to her as well. So that's why you think she's like, you really showed up. You know what yeah. I mean? You know what? Men don't understand. Yes. Men don't understand it's the smallest things. You just showing up. Acts of service. That's my love language too. Acts yeah. of service. I don't need a physical touch because all of that can come. Yeah. But if you, you can win me over with the acts of service and the quality time. And Maine was given acts of service and quality time even down to risking his life. Risking all for, risk it all for Mercedes, okay? For her last dance. Yeah. That she didn't dance. Mm. Mm. Uh, he on house arrest, honey. It's a lot. It's a lot. So speaking of men, you don't have much time in your in your everyday real life. But I mean, what what's happening here? Has the pool opened up for you? You're in LA. What's popping? Uh, that's the one thing I'm keeping to myself. That is the one thing. <laughs> Man, we gonna find out. Like. I'm giving you a chance to just, you know, dictate it yourself. Not that now. Good luck. <laughs> I'm gonna find out for y'all after this and I'm gonna relay the message later. <laughs> no, I think that's cute. But what do you feel like with um dating and stuff? Like it just it's so hard. And it's I know that my friends in LA tell me it's just so impossible. I'm like, girl, I think it's impossible everywhere, but I feel like it's impossible everywhere right about now. Um, and then I feel like at this point in our life, listen, if you if you didn't get your boo before the quarantine, it's gonna be hard. Because like, we wow. doing no 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 new booze because you might have COVID, baby. So I'm not playing. I'm gonna need and, and I know it sounds crazy too, it's like anybody can get it, but but still like just the trust of it all. I know where I am in my spirit in my life is if I didn't know you before any of this, I'm a little leery, like mm. yeah. 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 But do you do you feel like LA is a better dating pool than like wherever you were before, Memphis or wherever? Like, do you feel like things have opened up or no? No, I feel like um, it's it's so difficult in LA in my mind because everybody's out here on their grind and on their hustle. And I feel like the last thing anybody's trying to do is do a real relationship. Mm -hmm. Everybody's trying to have a buddy, and I'm not that girl. Like, I, I don't want a buddy. Okay, I I want a partner. In a relationship, so I mean, I'm I'm just past that stage of playing around. That's that's just not me. I'd rather be alone than be in some foolishness where three o'clock in the morning, come on through, I ain't got time for that no more. Mm -mm. No, nobody has time. I mean, well, we can make a little time, <laughs> but not for everybody, you know. Not right. Um. All right. So, oh, one thing I did want to ask about is, and y'all touch on it a lot, and it kind of I think it is why I was annoyed by the first episode until it got to the end okay. is the colorism issue, hmm. and. I'm sure it's intentional because you all write certain things and say certain things, you know, that address it. But um, I don't know. I was just annoyed watching because it's okay. So the main character, um, Autumn Knight, 
you know, is in what's her her name in in real life? Uh, Ellarica. Ellarica. I was about to call her something totally different. Her Ellarica. Um, you know, I I thought that this is the person that, that's going to be the only lead person on this show, and obvious. Oh yes, let's put this person in who can't dance. Now I don't know if that's intentional, but can't dance. You know, just the typical. Oh, she's light skinned, so therefore she has privilege, and let's throw her up on stage. And Mercedes, who's been here for seven years, and literally is killing it every night. I mean, people need to people need to pay to see you, not just like pay to throw money but no like they need to like pay a hundred dollar cover to come see you plus the tips you know and this girl's just getting the world and y'all addressed that toward the end when you was like all she gonna do is just stand there and just sit there and uncle cliff said well ain't that what light-skinned girls do i fell out now i know that that's wrong but it was funny and it's it, it spoke to what you all are going not you all but you know what the dance culture and even the entertainment industry it speaks to that, you know. Cardi B also talked about colorism and stripping and right. dancing and, and the sex work culture. She mm-hmm. has definitely spoken to that and admitted that that's true. What is your take on this? Um, and first, I do have to say, Ella got a good old groove in her. She's just having to play okay. um, autumn night, um, but she she got some rhythm in her. I've, I've, I've been out with her and she be getting it. Um, She's a good actress, is what you said. <laughs> um, I think that if the colorism is bothering people it's a good thing because it's supposed to be brought to the forefront and it has happened i've I've experienced it and even people um that are lighter skinned ellarica has experienced it um i mean my best friend is light-skinned and you i've seen her go through things too and the assumption that because you're lighter life is easier or you're not smart and things of that sort if you continue watching P Valley, first of all, Autumn Night is very smart. Well, you know what I mean? Yes. You know what I mean? So it, it sucks both ways because you are seeing the bad part of it. But but you know what I mean? The lighter skinned women get a bad rap the same way the darker skinned women do too. You know what I mean? So it's one of those weird moments because I can only imagine how the things that Ella grew up hearing as a lighter skinned woman, you know what I mean? That hurt her as well, because I heard things that hurt me and it's a real conversation. It started, I think we, we talked about this and it brought back some of our childhood, you know, feelings, you know, it doesn't feel good to feel like even for her, for someone to say, Oh, she got to leave because she's light skinned. No, she got to leave because she's good as hell and she deserves her part. Mercedes got, got her role because she's good as hell and she deserves this part. Um, and, and it, it is triggering all of our childhoods, you know, um, with Miss Mississippi, Keyshawn, Shannon Thornton, looks like a beautiful black Barbie doll, you know what I mean? But she too has grown up hearing, you're pretty for a dark skinned girl. Yes. What does that mean? You know what I mean? Like, so these are, and she is not color struck at all, but these are the conversations that she has heard from, you know, a friend or other people growing up as well. And yeah. it's a conversation that needs to be had and maybe, when we talk about all these things, like for me, I know that there is no way that I would ever look at my best friend and call her Redbone because that's like, it's it's a joke to you, but it's not funny. You know what I mean? Like you just lay up here looking light, you're gonna book the job. That's not okay. Right. You know, you, right. you get the job because you deserve the job. Now, whatever happens on the back end, you can't decide if someone decides to choose because I've also been told I'm too dark for jobs. It's it just is what it is. We can't control what other people think. Oh, it sucks. But I just have to think differently. 
Yeah, I mean, you all are definitely challenging that. Like in every episode, it comes up in some way, shape, or form. But I'm starting to see, you know, with this episode, I think episode five, yeah, that you all are starting to become a little bit closer, you know, because I mean, hell, you kind of forced to be. Y'all kind of in the same position. Right, and when it all breaks down to it, and especially as women, y'all, we're all women. You know what I mean? Like, like it doesn't matter if you're lighter than me, darker than me. Like, we all trying to get out here and get this money, live our dream, whatever dream you may have. Yeah. Like, it works so much better if we, we stick together. It really and does. Each other apart. If we come together, we can take it all down, y'all. So. Yes, please. That's the patriarchy. Um, <laughs> so, oh, one thing that somebody brought up, and I noticed it, and I totally forgot to include it in my notes, but um, I noticed it first episode. So what was the intention behind when your character is climbing up the pole and, I mean, doing it up, like doing all the Olympic trips, okay, on this pole, and all we hear is Mercedes breathing. I was terrified thinking, oh my God, this is foreshadowing. She's going to fall like that. You remember that stripper that fell like a hundred stories? I was like, here we go. Oh my God, I I was like, here we go. That's going to happen. No, I can't watch that. But that's not what it was. And then that happened again a couple more times in other episodes where Miss Mississippi that happened with and you again. What is the intention behind that? To see the strength behind it and what's going on in these women's minds, um, what they're thinking, you know what I mean? Like, the breath, you know what I mean? Like, okay, I gotta get this, got the strength that it's taking behind it. Because a lot of times we see these strengths and we just see something beautiful happen and that's it. We see the audiences look at it. But now you're seeing it like the cameras inside these women's heads and you're seeing them look at the customers and seeing how far the drop is and okay, what I gotta do and okay, I survived. Like, I love that part where Miss Mississippi's down and then she looks up and it's like, I did it, you know, because it's out of worldly. It's out of this world, and you're going to a different space when you're up there doing these tricks. And yeah. only, only the dancer can see that. And I felt that, especially in episode three, when I'm up there, and I smile watching it now because I'm like, oh my gosh, that's really me. I did that. But when I was up there, it was not that. It was okay. Put your leg here. Make sure you do not step on her boob. Make sure you don't step on her neck with your heels. You know what I mean? Like all these. My head, okay, and now I gotta do this, and now I gotta shake like I ain't even scared, you know what I mean? But then I don't wanna slip because if I fall, I'd make them all drop. Like, it's all these thoughts are going through my head. I don't know, and you doing your own stunts, and I just don't. How? Uh, how? One of them now, that part on the ceiling, that's Spider. That's the one that oh. trains me, so Spider, and the head drops. I'm not allowed to do that, but they taught me all the other tricks. Thank you, Jamaica, and your team is on. <laughs> Um, they taught me those those other tricks, and they were scary, and they are they are hard, but it felt good. The dancer in me just really wanted to try it, and it was. Yeah. So I've left like said like, oh hell yeah, I did that. You know what I mean? Like it just made me feel good, like you really did something and accomplished. Yeah. That. How do you like? I mean, I know it's fitness and core strength, but Lord, I can't even like climb up a pole. Like how? But you can. What I thought my first time ever taking a class, I was like, I can't hold on. What is happening? It's all about placement too. And so, Vertical Joe's, if you ever in Atlanta, that's the place to go to. And they yeah. teach truly how to hold their legs, how to, you know your core. Because this, honey, it's all size women. And yeah. at Vertical Joe's, they have their their. I call them my real size women. You know what I mean? Like that are are not skinny. You know what I mean? Like they killing that pole up there doing the same tricks that yeah. you. 
body 100 pounds doing, they be killing it at 300 pounds and it don't even matter, looking just as sexy. So it's about um, the placement and, and they teach those classes to these beautiful women. Yes. Mm, I love it. I love it all. And I'm not saying that like, I don't know. When I was watching you, it just felt like when I was little and whenever I would see a brown skin video girl and it, I would just like fall in love with them. But back then it was also a little different because video girls in the 90s were more like the glamorous, like we are, I don't know, it's like what you aspire to in a way. I know it sounds crazy now, but back then, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't like, it wasn't just an IG model just standing there in a thong. That's not what it was. Right. You know? It was, it was a real deal. I feel like it's different that the, what they call video vixens then and now are very different. Like, it was like, that's the girl, you know what I mean? And yes. she's, so, she's so strong. Yes. So, and sexy and beautiful. And you could tell, like, she just, that's what I want to be. That's the feel I got when watching you. So I was just excited about it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I know we don't have all day. I mean, I have plenty more questions, but I know we don't have all day. But um, what... I mean, we're, you know, still in quarantine, kind of. So what kind of advice do you have for, say, other teachers out there? You are a former teacher. And by the way, y'all, Brandy put up this really interesting post um, about how you quit your job. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, hmm, I can relate. I get it. Um, aside from reading that letter and what you said with that. Um, to go off and follow your dreams. What kind of advice do you give to teachers during this pandemic right now? Oh, gosh. And during the pandemic, it's, I actually empathize with them right now because you got some that are having to work from home. You have some that are having to go back to the classroom, which I feel like isn't safe, but I also feel like students learn better in the classroom. So, child, they need some, some, some self-love and some, some meditation and all of that as well because it's a lot going on trying to, I, I know how the lesson plans go. And now you got to figure out how to build this curriculum at home, most of them. Um, patience. Patience. Be gentle with yourself, as Uncle Clifford likes to tell me all the time, Nico. Be gentle with yourself um, and, and know that you're doing the best. This is not your fault. Um, and, and you're doing the best that you can. Because even these poor parents at home that are not teachers, they didn't sign up to be teachers. And you know what I mean? And now you got to figure out how to parent and be a school teacher. It's just too much. So be patient with yourself and know you're doing the best that you can. Mm -hmm. There's probably no right answer. Right. You know, I tell my friends that are moms that and a lot of my line sisters and friends are teachers or principals and they are going through it. And I'm just like, well, girl, there's no precedent. Like mm -hmm. it's okay. You know, right. it won't be perfect. Yep. All and right. Because we want everything to be perfect because we're we're trying to show the children the way. But in this case, you know, we ain't really got no way right now. <laughs> we're just filling it out as we go along. Right. All right. Well, what is it that you're excited to see on P Valley? Like what what's what do you want to see your character develop into or another character that you're just super invested in? What what are you excited to see happen? Oh, if I tell you that I might give it away. Oh, so you already, well, I mean, you already shot the season, yeah, but. Yes. Ooh, so many good things. Episodes, ooh, six, seven, and eight. The rest of this is just about to blow y'all's mind. Oh, like, what? You thought you'd seen crazy. It is. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, definitely you are my favorite on here. And Miss Mississippi is coming a quick second after this last episode.
Yes. I want to I want to go be Derek with Miss Mississippi. Just let me have him. Let Mercedes have Derek. <laughs> oh, the, is that the bouncer? No, Derek is the baby daddy. The, the, the abusive baby daddy. That's right. Daddy, right. I'm here for the bouncer and Miss Mississippi, honey, because <laughs> he is fine. Oh, Tyler. <laughs> and he is about that life. And good at that. All right. Anything, anything else you want to tell your fans, the readers, the YBF people watching and listening? Mercedes is 28. You know what? Because that's the rumor, too. They're like, Mercedes is 25. No, Mercedes is 28. She said okay. 25 retirement age for a stripper nowadays. So she's saying that, listen, I've been here three extra years now. It's time to go. So, <laughs> and, and that Shell is not her auntie. <laughs> Okay, keep watching. But Shell, the one that's keeping Terica, Mercedes' daughter, is not her. Oh my God, we just had this discussion because I was like, I feel like I missed something. I can't figure out this triangle. Like, why does she have her daughter? Why is she hiding the fact she has a daughter? What am I missing? And so we were all talking about that. And I was like, maybe they haven't really explained it. Maybe it's not us. So you're saying that it's still to come. Yep, some more information is coming. Okay. Okay. Yep. All right, all right. Oh, and I also think because you know they took you. Yeah, you're from you. You know Miss D and bring it on all that, right? Oh, oh my God! Can we clear that rumor up? Stop the lies, y'all. What? He has nothing to do with this. And if I'm not mistaken, and I love her and I watch her show all the time. Um, but it has nothing to do with this. Um, Katori, this was a play first, so that's what people forget or don't know that P Valley was a play over 10 years ago you know what i mean like so this is not new this was well before the dancing dolls and all of this it just so happens to be a mississippian and people become with their own conspiracy theories has nothing that to do with on her <laughs> and if anything the dancers that know me back home know the special the coaching aspect i'm a crazy coach it is what it is i, think I was gonna ask along very well i'm crazier than mercedes way crazier and if but you some of the tweets you'll see my kids like she was our coach. We got a little PTSD after episode one. It's real. I was that one throwing chairs, like, but we won. If you go back home, you're going to see my picture up in all the gyms, not the basketball team, but Brandy. But we were winning them competitions, and I was like, second place is the first loser. Ooh. That's the type of stuff I would tell them. I know. I'm a little crazy. I'm the Bobby but, Knight. But you know what? That's, I got that feel, and I'm like, I feel like she's a little too good at this. It, maybe this is how she really is. So would she, in my head, I'm thinking, would she ever kind of take, because I don't think Bring It On is coming back. I don't know what's going on. But would she ever kind of do like a spinoff in her own, in real life, like you being a coach? TV show called Dance Crash on the Oprah Network. And, <laughs> right. It was called Dance Crash on the Oprah Network. And I had the pilot episode. And I am that crazy coach, for real. Like, it's not, it's not pulled from anywhere, but Brandy being crazy and anybody that has ever coached me back home, if they, they watch this video, they're going to be like, yep, facts, facts. And that is me. I have crashed a party before. I have, I've, I've caught girls like, I'm at, I'm at the sock hop now. What are we doing here? We, <laughs> why are you up on him like this? Yes, I heard about it. You know, the parents would call me. And you know, Ashley, Ashley didn't do her homework, really centered in my house. They would spend nights in my house. Like I was very, very involved with my girl's life. So this is not Miss D, this is Brandy Evans. Nice to meet you. Hmm. I think that you should do your own actual spinoff full season 
one <laughs> style because I want to see it. Like I think that it should. And if everybody goes to my Instagram, I actually posted some behind the scenes of me coaching real dance teams. Uh-huh. Not crazy. You can see in there with me telling these girls, and I would tell them all the time, "You're gonna keep running till I start sweating." Or I would run behind them. If I can, if I can beat you in my stilettos on this track, it's a problem. So that's really me. Yeah, that's a lie. Yeah, <laughs> but they win it. But they win it now. <laughs> the principals call on me, all that. But but y'all got that championship, right? You are. You're welcome. How many stripper? I don't want to say strippers. Dancers, professional dancers, are actually on this show. By the way. Ooh, a lot. Um, our main we're all actors the the leads in the show but all of our core dancers that you're seeing i love like um miss peanut butter with the little puff puffs yes um you got brazil who they keep showing the trick chinette all of these girls are either dancers now or former dancers so this this is this is not them acting most of them are actually getting off of set and going straight to like to the club some of them were still working. I love that though. Yeah. I love that. Employ actual like dancers. Why not? You know? Yeah. Love yeah. it. All right. All right. Well, I cannot wait to watch the rest of the season. I was, I will admit, I was extremely skeptical during that first episode. But you won me over. The cast won me over. I am here for it. Isaiah Washington is killing it a little too well. Killing it. Killing it. Yes. He is playing that mayor role perfectly, and I love it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You're doing that too well, Mr. Washington. And um, and people were saying that about Little Murder. Like, mm, he's doing a little too well. Little Murder, let's clear this up. Little Murder is very straight. Very, very straight with an fiance, Nafisha, who is my girl. And, um, yeah, so y'all can stop them lies. Um, and they're just great actors. So stand I love up. it. Them. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love when men are not scared to play a full type of actor, you know? Um, that's that's hot, I like it. Um, and yeah, the whole, I think the cast is just amazing. I love seeing black people doing black-ish, yes. but in an elevated way. I don't know how to explain it, I just like it. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm so proud, yeah, we yeah. did. <laughs> so we'll be watching for you and Maine. Oh, Lord. <laughs> we'll be watching for cute-ass bouncer and Miss Mississippi. Um, and that lawyer who is also fine. I think that's a done deal though with him and, and homegirl. Andre and Autumn, you think? I, there's no coming back from that. Okay. Keep but watching. maybe there is. <laughs> She's fine. So I wouldn't be mad at her for being like, well, I forgive you, you know. <laughs> but um, we'll see. We'll see. But we'll be watching. So thank you for doing this. Um, congrats on everything. Um, and I just wish you the best of luck in everything. So much. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Of course, of course. We always support. Thank you. Um, all right. So what's next for you? Anything that we can watch out for you being in? I can't talk about it yet, but oh, so I'm excited. Y'all, yes. You, you definitely gonna see me on your screens. <laughs> All right, just give us the press release, shouting. All right. <laughs> we'll be talking to Brandy Evans again. I know we will. Please tune in to B- P Valley. When? Every, where? Every Sunday on Stars at 8 p.m. It's worth it, y'all. Put the kids to bed, though, child, but it's worth it. Ain't for them. Mm-mm. <laughs>
All right. Well, thank y'all for watching and we will return at another time. Thank you, Brandy, for being here. And y'all know what to do. Like, comment, subscribe on YouTube if you're watching there, on iHeart, Apple, Spotify, wherever you're listening. Like, comment, subscribe. And thank you for listening and watching. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>